tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Yeah. Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, After Buzzers, and welcome to another fine After Buzz session. Woo! Shondaland, Shondaland's doing it again. I gotta give it up to her. This is the first episode, first season of How to Get Away with Murder, starring Viola Davis. Mm-hmm. I'm your host, Thaddeus Massey, and joining me today is... Hi, guys. Jillian Luff. Hey, J.B. Zimmerman. Hey, guys. I'm Steph Z. And if you guys knew I took that pregnant pause, it's because you guys saw the first episode just like we did. And uh, wow, uh, I think we're kind of in for it. Shonda, like I said, is hitting us over the head with another goodie. Yeah. I think. Uh, see, uh, show. <laughs> I think before we get started, we just want to make sure that we know that the show, has, the show has not aired yet on the West Coast. So if you guys are watching. You might get a little spoiled. Yeah, there's a few spoilers in here, so you guys just kind of... A few? Uh, we're recapping it. We're breaking we're, it down. We're, we're breaking we, it down. If you haven't watched Full it yet, maybe you wait until tomorrow for right, YouTube. Right. Yeah, hit us Or download it on iTunes, listen to it right afterwards. Exactly. Thumbs up. Pace Boom. yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> and we will be coming up with some nicknames and stuff. We were talking about it, and you guys can actually call in 424-253-0504. Uh, if you guys have any suggestions or questions or want to add your tidbits, we saw the show a second ago just like you guys more than likely did so um let's just get right into the episode murder it starts off with murder we, it it's a bloody instrument and you've got what five law students in the woods trying to figure out how to bury a body but they can't do it because the ice the ground is frozen because of the time of year it is and they're located where in philly right yeah, mm-hmm. I believe so. Well, I think they're trying to... They, first, they have to figure out if they're going to move this body or not. And it comes down to, like, a coin toss. Because two of them are like, uh-uh, we're out of here. Leave that thing there. Yeah. And the other two are like, no, no, we got to move it and get oh, rid of the evidence. It is just four of them. Yeah, I think right. it's yeah. four of them. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's a very interesting start. And then, of course, we get, like, the three months prior starts going in. So. Yeah, that was really interesting. I liked how they uh, they started with a little bit of action and suspense, and then they brought it back to three months before to see how they ended up because I mean I didn't really expect that I thought they were going to like just kind of lead us in and take us on the journey with the kids and then see how things ramp up it started off like up here and then it went back one thing that we need to realize with this show which I think it's really important for all you viewers to realize if you blink you will miss it yeah. There are so many things that yeah. if you don't pay attention, you're gonna it's gonna go right over your head. Good point. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on, a lot of editing techniques. I mean, the jumping into the future, they kind of flash forward. There's a lot of stuff going on, and I feel like if you're not paying attention, like you just said, you'll you'll miss the timeline yeah. of when things happen. Yeah. yeah. That's a fun that's that's actually kind of fun when they do that. I love it. And it is. Like in the beginning I thought I don't know, maybe I'm alone with this, but I felt like we were getting a little bit of hand-holding in the beginning, and it was like, uh-uh. It was like, boom, this is what's happening. This is what's going on. Get ready. Try and figure it out like we all are. Right. So I was, it was, I don't know. 
I'm a big fan. <laughs> yeah, so, we're, we're all kind of really excited about we're, it. We're, we're, <laughs> I left the episode with chills. Right. Well, right. Yeah, there's so much that was revealed in this episode. Yeah. At the same time, it's still so many questions. So, yeah, there's you know, a lot. Crazy. I mean, obviously, they're going to get into it, and we'll see like how this all unfolds. But uh, just jumping from you know the four students on a murder well I don't know if that's the murder scene or we don't know we just know they're hovering over a body deliberating deliberating on what they're going to do with it with the statue how, what, with the right. statue with the, which I guess I'm assuming is the murder weapon and right it looks pretty bloody it was pretty which, bloody so. So which then for, we know that one of them get that yeah, that's the reward. Well, yeah, that's the reward. Yeah. But at the same time, they were they were still in the house, though. So I think that's where she keeps it. Maybe they just went ah, to the go-to thing that they've... So now, I'm not a law student. I know neither... And no one is for law students. Are. But what is the figure called with the, the uh, weights? The Lady of Justice? Is it called the Justice Scales? It's escaping my mind, scales? but I thought that... The justice scales. scales. Okay, the so let's just scales. call it that. Very ironic that the scales of justice are being used as a murder justice. weapon. Yes. Yeah. You know, because... There's a lot of irony as far as justice <laughs> is concerned in this episode, though, <laughs> well, which is yeah. really funny. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's start off with uh, Wesley Gibbons being this complete fish out of water and then being called out in class when he shows up in a class. You know, you're, right. you're first day of law school. And you see Viola Davis. And I love the opening shot, how she walks in and you see her back. Like, it's not an opening shot of her face. It's an opening shot of her back walking into the room. And she just, you can tell she, like, owns the room. It's like just that they, they're already setting up this position of power from her entry. Right. Like, she's followed. Like, this is somebody who's a leader, and she commands the room. I, I got a very, and, and you guys will learn this about me. I love girly things. I got a very Devil Wears Prada vibe from that. You know, everyone knew that she was oh, coming. Oh, I see it, that. She was a force. Yeah. You know, everyone has heard stories about her. Everyone knows her. Everyone got the email, except for Wesley. Except for Wesley. And, <laughs> you know, they were prepared for Thunder. Right. Well, it seems like she has quite a reputation. I mean, um, when Wesley was kind of picking up papers, he was like, oh, you know, I didn't do, like, there was homework. And he was like, oh, wow, you are not going to survive this class at all. all right. Right. Um, so, you know, I think the general vibe is because it was day one for everybody. And for them to be so sure, I mean, obviously an email didn't explain that to them. It's pretty well known that she's a tough cookie. Yeah, they heard yeah. about her. What I like about the opening scene is that in so many of the previews and the coming attractions for this show, that was the scene. So it wasn't like you were waiting and then some cheesy moment gave you to like the title of the show. It was like, boom, this is what's happening. Yeah. Like I really did. You know what I mean? Like sometimes right. they like tag you along and then you're like, oh, okay, that makes sense. But it yeah. was just like, boom, here it is. Yeah. It was very in your face episode. It didn't feel to me like a pilot. It felt to me like this is just what's happening. Well, I like how they're... I've never known a college class. I mean, at least when I was in college, we didn't have seating assignments. And I just thought it was very interesting. I don't know if any law schools like that. I've never been to law school, so I don't know if any teacher has those kind of nuances or whatever. But I thought it was very interesting that there was a seating chart. And you have a, a class of at least a couple hundred kids in there. Right. That says a lot about the professor also, that she probably is so meticulous in how she has... She's a very, like very meticulous thinker mm -hmm. and how she like organizes everything and she just has this mapped out like the whole class is even mapped out mm -hmm. like who does that who like who maps out a what professor maps out a like a seating chart yeah, <laughs> like, for, yeah. for a room that big right too. Yeah. yeah no to even go back to just talking about the, the pilot in general i think that one of my biggest pet peeves about the first episode of anything is that there's so much backstory and so much exposition and with this i felt again like 
we already knew the characters. And again, we really don't know anything about them, but there was just these little subtle nuances that we can pick up about each person. So we have that one thing that we can carry with us. You know, Connor is gay, or we think he's gay. Michaela is engaged. Laurel is hooking up with one of the teachers. Like, we have these little takeaway messages. (laughs) Or is she, yeah. (laughs) Uh, But we have these little takeaway messages, and I think I appreciated that rather than a lot of shows that try to dump everything in the first episode. Right. I feel like, too, with that, it's a smart show. Like, she expects you to pick up on certain things, and she expects you to put it together, or else you'd be totally lost. Like, I see, I feel like some people could watch this and maybe feel lost. I mean, I don't think we had that experience, and most people won't, but I I do. I feel like it was very, like, this is going to be a smart show. This is how it's going to be. I'm going to give you everything you need, but you better be watching to catch it. (laughs) Kind of like that feel. Yeah. I like how they um, actually... The, the character, uh, Annalise Keating, she's actually involving her students in an actual case. So it's like, I'm going to use their minds and use their brains. So it's going to actually help them and help me. Dude, talk about just right. throwing them into the shark. Yeah, I wonder if that's how it's really done. Like, is that even legal? legal? Like, I mean, it, it seems like she, she could have a lot of infinite... things that are legal, JP. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. yeah. She is not phased by legality in the least. She, I mean, she said sort of at the end, you know, I'm in it to win. Like, I won. That was my job. Which is interesting because she kind of tied it up as, you know, do you want to work for me? You and like be someone that you like. Like, would you like being someone like that? Now, can I get a little bit of a <laughs> Frank Underwood comparison? Oh, yes. no, very, very yes. true. Can I with a female? I mean, she as, could definitely I be in his administration. Listen, definitely. I don't know if she's yeah. as ruthless as he I is. want the two of them to rule the world. Ooh, can you I want imagine? Face off. Oh my gosh, because I'm a big House of Cards fan, yeah. and I just the way that he is ruthless, yeah. but can can connect non- with people and really get into their brains and I think that she's the exact same way now we haven't seen her murder anyone yet mm, well, it's, it's mm. the non-apologetic yeah. ruthlessness mm-hmm. that I love Yeah, I like how they set up the kids that are all like there's four kids uh, there's, well, Castillo, there's Walsh there's uh, the, what's the guy's Asher. name? Asher, he's from Orange is the New Black, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you have um, Michaela Pratt. You know, they're the standouts. And, you know, assuming this is like a really, you know, high-end law school. And then you have Wesley, who was on the waiting list. And he just found out that he was accepted two days before. Yet, when they have the competition of who's going to get to work at her office, he actually holds his own. And they're coming up with these uh, these possible theories after they have their first day in court, right? So now they're coming up with theories about... What could possibly be a scenario under which the assistant actually slipped pills or to exonerate yeah. her? They're well, actually looking for for defense defenses, like defense theories, right? Right, but that was after questioning her. There was I don't think there was, was it after questioning. Yet. Yeah, they yeah. questioned the um, aspirin assassin. Okay, and they they all questioned <laughs> her. The and, assistant, yeah, <laughs> um, and they all get to ask some questions and, and be in the room with that, you know, quote unquote right. interrogation, yes. but from, you know, her representation. Right. Um, but then after that, they had to do it. And yes, he was clearly pointed out to be the last person to go, knowing that when one theory was said, you couldn't repeat that. Right. So, you know, and we're led to believe that his theory at the end, he's kind of just pulling it out of his butt. Yeah, he is. You know? Totally- yeah, 100%. I mean, we yeah. saw him crossing out everything that was said. Yeah. And then, you know, she's still... Picked him. I thought right. it was a great ass pull. I thought she picked Yeah, no, definitely. She, I mean, knew, I, she knew from the beginning. That seating chart, all that stuff has to tie back into she's researched her kids. She knows. I'm like, sure she has. It's just too, 
I don't know. It's too much of a coincidence <laughs> that all that all just worked out that way. Hmm. We are. Are you saying that? I'm saying that she the, that group of four somehow she knew what she was going to get with those people. And I, it's gonna. I it's gonna so be too. revealed that somehow that seating chart and picking West first. She didn't not like. If he really, if, if his side is true that he just enlisted for the class two days before and he really didn't get that email, she knew that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because she would have gotten that he was coming late. Like, she knew to pick him out first for some reason or another. She must have looked in whatever. Okay, do you think that she was waiting for someone to um, defend him when she was sort of putting him on the spot? Originally? No, because she, you know, like she said to Laurel very sternly, don't you ever interrupt somebody else's learning experience. Right, but that, that, but that was, was a, a learning experience in itself. She sort of set the tone, given that, like, you can't right. just speak out of turn. Like, she was obviously making a point to him. Yeah, but at the same time, I it's a know. room full of lawyers, and is someone really going to defend another person they have no idea about and what their backstory is or anything? They're just going to go out and straight defend someone? I mean, she's a scary woman. I would be silent in my seat, just like, <laughs> yeah. and then talk about him after, like, oh my god, you see what that guy did? Well, the thing is, I wonder wonder what the the ratio is or the statistic is of how many law teachers are actually active lawyers at the time. You know what I mean? Like, I would think, and maybe I'm wrong, but I would think that so a practicing lawyer wouldn't have time to. My brother's a lawyer; he has his own law firm. He would never have time to teach a university level class as well. So, to me, that's a little yeah. It's a graduate program, I think. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's a little bit. That's where television comes into play. I know, I know, I know. It's got to be you know, a little bit fictitionalized. Yeah. Right. I mean, you know, you have to make it somewhat. I don't know. She's. In, I think she's just working, and she's. Some people are just really good multitaskers, and she's well, actually she's just using got it them all figured for. Out. She's using them for her work as opposed to, you know, the the class being her pri- priority. It's obvious that her her practice is her priority. And right. She's just incorporating that into her practice. I think that what we also need to realize is. As far as Shonda Rhimes and the the female characters that she's built, it's important to know that all of the strong females that she's put in the lead in these parts have many faces to their character. Right. They're involved in many things, you know, with Grays, there's the medical Bailey. stuff, there's the love story, there's, you know, all these things going on with Olivia, it's, it's the president, it's her practice, it's her dad, you know, like, all of these things, so I can see her wearing many hats. Just because I feel like that's how she's always going to write her female characters. Right, right. right. I mean, they're going to be complex characters, and there's mm-hmm. going to be many sides to them, and there's going to be facets that show. And I mean, she threw us right into the fire as an audience with this character that we thought was one way, and then we see this, <laughs> and then we see that, and we're like, wait, 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 what's going on? Like, she's really like, wow, you're getting to learn a lot about this character she's off the top. Right. Is she really ruthless, though, or is she more of a survivalist? She I think we're going to learn more yeah. in the next couple episodes well, about really I'm if not she's ruthless. ruthless with Frank no Underwood class. is ruthless. <laughs> true, true. Right, but I mean, did we did we forget about that she put the detective up on the stand the next where he was? I mean, you know what I mean? Like when it was clear that he was cheating on his wife who has cancer with her? Yeah. That's yeah. kind of ruthless. Is he cheating or does he have a past because she has cancer? We don't know what's going on with him and his wife. A past? <laughs> true. But if he's married a then pass? clearly there's <laughs> Listen, she she she's showed, clearly cheating. But the uh, but she didn't Maybe only she show because she knew he was going to die. I don't know. She didn't only mm. show anger in this episode though, because she cried. She showed vulnerable moments too. 
Oh, that was well. Do yeah, we, could, it, but yeah. could it be it though? Fake when I, she's crying to West? I think yes. she. I think and the real tears and rubbing his arms yeah. and making everybody feel completely uncomfortable. Yeah, I think a hundred percent she's manipulating him. I think yes. maybe she was crying for real at the end based on something else. Like when he, she was when he selling, walked away when he turned right when he down. when he <laughs> walked away. Maybe she was you know crying about what she did or, or who she's become. Like she. Obviously, was in somewhat of the wrong, cheating on her husband. Um, I mean, wh- whether that's debatable, obviously, because of what happens in the end. Well, obviously, she picks him to be the fifth, of which there were only supposed to be four. Now there's five. They always told you when you're taking any kind of test, your first, you know, your first inclination is usually the right answer, and that's usually how it is with life as well. I think that Wesley was spot on when he was like, "Did you just pick me because whatever?" Blah blah blah. Right. And then she had to, you know, kind of bust him in his chops. And kind of like one up him with her being the authority figure and being more seasoned in life than him and just kind of brain, you know, what him. Right. And, mm-hmm. and then right. just kind of just reel him in. But he knows. He's not an idiot. Like, that's he a, knows. He yeah, believes that's a re- her, though. He, I'm not sure he, I, I'm not sure he does because his gut is telling him a little bit something different. But I think he just feels kind of vulnerable because, I mean, what else is he going to do? And it's an opportunity for a life of a lifetime. She said, the decision you make now. Will not only determine your life or whatever she said. Yeah, your career, but the rest of your life. But the rest of your life, you're going to be at some office uh, hitting on chubby paralegals and something else. Or do you want to like yourself? (laughs) Writing contracts, yeah, writing contracts and hitting on chubby paralegals and want to put a gun in your mouth. Mm -hmm. Or do you want to, you know, you want to like yourself? Yeah, that's a really good point. I think she had to make that distinction of like, no, you can't think like that. But at the same time, I think if she didn't bring him on. Then there'd be nothing tying him to letting that out. Like she has to. It's like you have to keep your enemies close. Yeah, you know your friends close, but your enemies closer. Right. I also think they're all kind of putty in her hands at this point because they see what she did with this case, and I think it's going to be a situation where if she tells you to do something, you're going to have to do it, and that's it. Well, they're going to put themselves in that position because they're actually looking at the end goal, which is Mm -hmm. you know doing well in her class and 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 being doted upon by this amazing attorney who they want they want her approval and accolades so obviously they're gonna they're gonna put themselves in that position and it's so funny how she made it seem like the end goal to this is to get a pass for an exam to gain the trophy (laughs) to get a pass for the exam and i would be like girl no like you're gonna use them and abuse them they're buying it though yeah they're kind of yeah. They're going. It. They're going zero to sleeping with people right. for answers, and just like you're an email. totally right. Like yeah. they are going after it. Yeah. yeah, I like how they explained when she explained how to get away with murder, and she what were the three points. Did you guys write down yeah. the three points? Yeah. Um. So discredit the witness. Discredit the witness, which um, uh, Michaela Pratt did by yeah. going on Facebook and seeing that uh, she was the witness. Blind. The witness was um colorblind yes mm-hmm. and she did some investigation on her own and right then, she couldn't differentiate the pills exactly. exactly and then pin it on a new suspect which was the what did uh annalise say she said the business partner the business partner mm-hmm. okay so and then, they did that by uh colin walsh actually hitting on the guy at the bar and he was email. the it guy and then yeah. getting the email which i think we all thought correct me if i'm wrong we all thought was just a play to get the email. And I thought he, it was a play to get the email, be, too. Just very and then it was a, that, then it was a play to, to get some, you know? Yeah. <laughs> just, <laughs> it was a play to get JB them. JB said he's just really committed. <laughs> no, yeah, I think, I think he, hopefully, I mean, that is going beyond, if you have to change your sexual orientation just for a trophy, I think that's... Okay, I will say yeah. this. There, there are some people who are so committed and their eyes are so on such a prize 
that they will do whatever and it has nothing to do with anything else but just that that they'll just do whatever they have to do so we're i think we'll find out more we're definitely gonna find, find out. out more as the season like yeah. you know things on more more things yeah. unfold and we'll see like okay maybe he really <laughs> yeah he really wants that he's really Whoa. just right Whoa. yeah and then it was uh, rebury the evidence was the third thing which right. she did by putting uh, her boy toy her crotch lo- her crotch lover her crotch lover the uh, detective on the stand aka yeah. detective <laughs> who was by the way Billy Brown from Sons of Anarchy if you guys watch Sons of Anarchy then who, you know who Billy Brown is who was by the way like what in the world are you doing right he's I mean so he clearly was he did not know what <laughs> was happening I thought it was cool that he happened to be a detective also and it kind of made sense that it kind of fits that they work you know, together yeah that they work together and blah 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 and, and also, I'm sure that <laughs> I'm sure that he has doctored evidence for her because that's why she asked the question. You're right, right. Uh, also, my favorite moment out of that whole entire thing was Wes's face. Yeah, Wes's face was like, <laughs> was like, was like three or four cuts <laughs> back to Wes's face. It was right. like, Wes's face. He was like drooling. Yeah, what? yeah. He doesn't know what's going on. They he probably cast him on, like but... that. Just look surprised. <laughs> yeah, let's... we saw you Just in Harry Potter. That now do that, do that, but a little wizard. more aloof. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's that's one of those moments you realize that everything going on is way bigger than you, and you're like, I wish I had never walked in the room and right. saw what I saw. Oh yeah, because you think he's gonna I don't want I think maybe somewhere down the road he might see. Uh, he might tell someone later down the road. I think he's gonna tell his neighbor. He might. He might tell his neighbor. I yeah. thought it was also very interesting how when she put him on um, the team and he confronted her at the end, um, that she actually sent him back to the ver- uh, to his verdict with, like, what, they, what did she say? That was part of the three steps, like sending the jury back to the deliberation room with so much Rebury doubt, it buries yeah. the evidence. That's what she did with him because mm-hmm. all of his doubt was buried with her argument. Right. So that just goes to show you how good of an attorney she really is. Yeah, she's a machine. Yeah. yeah. I, I love her. Yeah. <laughs> I just love her. Can, can we talk her. about this uh, Lila Stangard yes, missing girl yes. that was sort of peppered into the first episode, which I, I think that we were a little confused about in the beginning. In the end, I'm still confused, but let's let's talk about it. What, what confuses you? Well, let's see. So they obviously flashed this girl is missing, yes. right? So we're thinking, where could the connection be? Yeah. And when I saw the, what is the girl's name with the piercing? Rebecca. 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 So when I saw Rebecca watching the news story, obviously you make an immediate connection. Like, okay, so right. she knows. So at first I thought, well, maybe that was her roommate. Or maybe that was her really good friend. Or maybe they used to be friends. Right. And then the boyfriend who's kind of creepy, by the way. There. Yeah, kind of. She's kind of creepy. Oh well, yeah, they're, they're the, both a little creepy. Well, the boyfriend Are they was definitely boyfriend girlfriend. We don't know that. That's the know. thing. That's, we just you saw him mean, storm like, out of her apartment. There was no, and and even in the end, when we see them come back both together in the apartment, there's no like sexualness happening no, we're assuming right, that right, right they're just in cahoots that's what i was gonna say like are they are they working together do they Did know they about kill this her together or was it annalise's husband because he's watching the news story and jb pointed out he had a glass of scotch in his hand yeah, yeah that, clearly that whole, like, trying to drown some problems so yeah. maybe rebecca knows something and then she left the 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 bottle of scotch or was it whiskey Scotch or whiskey? The bottle of liquor on his doorstep to try to give him a... On on Annalise's husband's doorstep? 
No, she left it on Wesley's doorstep. Oh, no, I'm talking about Annalise's husband was drinking when he was watching you know, the Right, the very end. Yeah. Right. Time out. But maybe that's the scotch that he... Maybe she's trying to give Wesley a clue. Perhaps. Maybe she's trying to... I don't know. Who knows? No, 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 no they no, just, no, they just love whiskey wait, 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 in this wait, show. Wait, wait, Go ahead, go ahead. Time out. Because she was totally How cold she, to him. She was totally cold to him. She knew he was a lawyer. A law student. Law student. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't go over there and say that. He just said he was studying. Mm-hmm. Right? Or did no, he, he said he's in law school. Yeah, he said my old roommate, or Damn, the, the guy that, that used to live there was Let's in law it. school too, and I dealt with his loud sex, so you can deal with my loud music. The that's what sex. she said. Oh, that's what she said. So that's his right. his apartment is so creepy. Like I would not step on the headboard. I would get a new bed for sure. Bed, the like, bite just on get the a bed. New. And yeah, then like, yes. at least a bed <laughs> like that. And the scratching on the wall. All right, so she's not trying to sucker him up with the alcohol, knowing that she and that guy had killed the girl, and now they need some law advice. I don't know. He saw... It's possible. Okay, so he saw the, the star... Was he? He's a football player, right? Yeah. So Wes saw the star football player in her apartment. When he came out, Leaving they were having the an argument. Yeah. He wanted to clean up, so the, the seed is planted right there. Okay, right. so they were seen together. I'm mm-hmm. sure that'll come into play later. Hmm. Um, but I they just... could be seen together, and he could be pissed because they found some clue to the murder that's going to reveal them, and he's like, how did you let that happen? <laughs> Wes just walks into everything. Yeah, Wes is down. just, man, he's got bad timing. Also, what does Mr. Keating teach? Because psychology. He, psychology, yeah. so he was her teacher. Yeah, he was he was yeah. Lila's. And Lila's, I'm just wondering uh, oh, did they he try to banging. get some from They would definitely Lila. Banging. She's they a pretty were. one. He was like, Her parents must be so upset or he's gonna be so upset that he can't have her call him daddy anymore. Oh, okay. Yeah, by the way, worst <laughs> hiding place for a body ever. Like in the water supply, like people aren't gonna get sick from that. At, like, at first I thought that, the, that At first I thought that the, like, really? the plumber so guy, I, I was like, oh, he's shady. Oh, he yeah. oh I thought he was yeah. going to kill somebody yeah. too. I totally thought he was going to kill somebody. And the girl was like, oh, it's upstairs. Right. Yeah. Thanks for giving sorority girls a bad name. <laughs> I'm a sorority girl, all right? Kappa Kappa Theta. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, it just seems like so much effort to go put the body up in that. Like, why... But that maybe that plays. That's gotta play. Yeah. Like whoever called him or that's that's got that's everything else fits so nicely in this episode that that's gotta play somewhere. Else. I'm hoping, or else it's just random. Yeah, and then at yeah, the sorority then house, water cooler guy. Yeah, right. Enter well, a water cooler yeah. guy. Sorority houses are not like empty. There are always girls swarming around. There's always somebody there. So like, when would somebody have been able to a just party drop a body? A party. That we when don't know e- when about everybody yet. is there, right under everybody's nose is when you least ex- uh, I mean, but think about it. It's, it. it's a rooftop, and I definitely think that they, like, somebody called, whoever murdered the girl, I think, called the plumber to come to the house. But why That's would you I do think. that? If you murdered somebody, not that I've murdered anybody. Let's <laughs> just be clear. But if you murdered somebody and you left, wouldn't you want the body to be in the water longer and longer and longer so it would get more and more decayed no. and gross <laughs> so that any evidence that could maybe be on there would be off? Mm-hmm. I would never be like, oh, yeah, it's just been Everywhere two days. Let me just call up the, hey. 
They're going to trace the call. They're going to find out who called the water cooler yeah, but guy. If the body like rots, it's going to make people sick. And then now you're looking at more felony charges. Wait, so they were showering, <laughs> they were showering in dead girl water? Pretty much. Wow. That was on an episode of Castle, this water like thing, and someone turned the shower on, and it was red water, and that's how they found her. Yikes. Yikes. Gross. Ah. Yuck. That's pretty okay. nasty. Well, I, we're going to find out something regarding that situation. Obviously, something is connected. Because it's because everything right. was. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah the, only, the only thing I can think of is maybe the murder happened up there, so they're like, "Well, we can't like take her down through this sorority house, so mm-hmm. just pop her in there." Hmm. I just, I just okay. So, so many questions. You, let, let's mm-hmm. fast forward a little bit uh, because they're still trying to figure out. For forever, we didn't know whose body this was until the like last scene of the episode. And they actually decide to have a campfire <laughs> with, with the body, which yeah. is really interesting how they decide to dispose of it. But I'm really curious to figure out why it was on them to get rid of the body. Like, for some reason, it was their responsibility to get rid of it. I'm so, saying she put it on them. She definitely put it That's on them. That's what I'm saying. I'm with her. I don't know if she did. I, I think know. one of them was involved. Like maybe they were protecting each other, and like it got physical, and someone grabbed the thing. And okay, like, hear, okay, hear well, me we're out for a second. Here. Or they walked in. Go ahead. So the Bonnie, who is Paris from Gilmore Girls, uh, one of Annalise Keating's associates. Okay. There was a weird moment between her and Mr. Keating where she kissed him on the cheek, and she looked really proud of him. Then, I remember that. Then yeah. Annalise said something to sort of put him down in a sense, and they both walked out of the room, and then Bonnie rolled her eyes. Uh, so this is what I'm think thinking. he killed her? I'm thinking oh. that it had something to do with whatever is going on there. So maybe he's hitting that, <laughs> and he was hitting the, Maybe the student's not even saying. related to it. I don't no, know. No, well, maybe he was hitting that and killed that, and the guy <laughs> and the girl killed him. The roommate, I mean the neighbor, Hmm. killed him. Listen, we're definitely not going to find out for a while. (laughs) At least I don't think. No, we have to find out. We'll find out maybe maybe by episode three. Yeah, it's interesting. So much was revealed this episode, I'm wondering. He he died in her house. Right. That's the other thing. So what could have been possibly going on in the house and then why the students feel like they're responsible for getting rid of the body? And then Annalise is nowhere to be seen. Why is she out of town? Unless they went to kill her and they killed the husband oh, instead. Oh, God. I don't think so. I don't know. <laughs> Just, <laughs> you gave me a D. <laughs> you thought it was her body in the blanket. Come on. It was three months prior. You never know. <laughs> True. You never know. It was the really premise. heavy, though. So They could have drugged this whole series out for three months. <laughs> oh, man. And it could have been all kind of little details or whatever. There's blah, enough blah, details. There's a lot of details. So, you know, I, I, one thing I do like about the show is that even though they're bringing up real cases that she's representing, obviously there's going to be more cases that Annalise Keating has, mm-hmm. that the focus is on what's going on with the kids, like the, yeah. the students. It's and, a very good balance. And, and their development as law having legal minds, mm-hmm. you know, and just developing. That's I like that focus. And how they are, they do have a really good balance. I mean, Deshonda's really writing this thing well, as she usually does, but... Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how some of these characters develop. Just just a little note. I hate those girls that you say, hi, what's your, uh, do you know where? I'm engaged. You can't talk to me. What? <laughs> as soon as that happened, <laughs> I was like. <laughs> Listen, she means business. I guess I can appreciate a woman that knows what she wants. Although I feel like 
something's the her fiance is going to come into play at some point. Ooh, that's a good prediction. We're kind of early. On I know we're kind of but... early, but I just I don't know. They they dropped so many things. So many. So many things that we need to figure out. I feel like we're going to be thinking all night. Okay, so the the body at the end of the film, of the film, yeah, <laughs> at the end of the show is her husband's body. Mm-hmm. Right. We see that it's her husband, and how many of us were surprised that it was the husband? I was surprised. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not I gonna was try. surprised. I'm not gonna I mean, they kind of started playing with it very close to the end when they did reveal it. Mm-hmm. But I was definitely thinking about other people throughout. He the was on my list. It. Yeah, I, I thought it was also- either the boyfriend or the husband. I thought it was one of the two. That's what you I thought. also see that his face isn't mangled, so it wasn't like you know what I mean. Like it's not revealed how he was killed. Well, he's still bloody, I think. Yeah, I think they just bopped him on the head. Yeah, like a blind object. Oh, the thing was bloody. Yeah, so they probably just hit him over the head, and it was a wrap for him. Yeah, that, I mean, it's like right. solid brass. That's that. Yeah. So I guess they won't be having any babies after all. Yep. Not <laughs> so looking good. Sad. She's not gonna be good. pregnant with somebody else. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> Maybe she is already. Detective. <laughs> Who knows? Oh my gosh. Okay. Do you guys want to go to News and Gossip? Or you yeah. Want to say about the show? Let's yeah. News and Gossip. After Buzz TV News. Okay. There was uh, a controversial article that came up that um, Jillian and Steph Z are going to go into. Yeah. Why don't uh, so you want me to take it? You, you start. Time, so. I'll, I'll uh, add in some stuff. Yeah, so the article was in the New York Times, and it pretty much... I think one of the big quotes that everyone's been talking about, instead of calling this show How to Get Away with Murder, they were saying that Shonda Rhimes could have done a show of her life, pretty much called How to Get Away with Being an, How to get away with being an Angry Black Woman. Mm-hmm. So um, it was pretty controversial. A lot of people talked about it. I saw... Everything from, you know, Queen Latifah's Today show, they were talking about it. Uh, Viola Davis was on The View this morning talking about it. Yeah. Um, and again, I'm kind of one of those people where, for me, it goes both ways. It's like, of course it's news, so we want to bring it to you and we want you to be aware that things are happening. But in the same sense, giving so much energy to something that's so negative is kind of a waste, in a sense. But yeah. clearly... She's not. You know what I mean? There was, like, these tidbits yeah. of, oh, yeah, McSteamy is an angry black woman. You know what I mean? Like, all the characters. <laughs> That's what's funny, though. But it is, yeah. like, if you really think about all her shows, like, something like Grey's Anatomy, the diversity of characters on Grey's Anatomy is by far, I think, one of the most diverse shows that's out there. It's been on 11 seasons. I yeah. think it, it premieres tonight as well. And it's like, you got to be kidding me. And also, I believe we both heard this as well, that the episode that this writer had written off of in this whole article was actually written by a white man. So yeah. it was a He's an angry black woman. Pretty okay. much. On the yeah, inside. That's what's <laughs> On the inside. I mean, yeah. listen, the New York Times, you know, after this came out and everyone started to talk about it, they really did, uh, you know, editor spoke out, the yeah. head of the culture section spoke out. She said that the piece was condescending and out of touch. It saw three editors' eyes before it went into print, and none of them caught it. No, okay, this is. But in the same sense, the the, the person who wrote it and her name escapes me. Alexandra right. Stanley. Yeah, she's or known to be this type of writer. It's not like she's going to give you a fluffy. Like she's known as the person that kind of gives these mm-hmm. reports. So I don't think it was that much of a shock. But in the same sense, it was still. An it was overall a popular piece. I right. think that it was. It was started the wrong way. She used an improper literary device. She thought she was being, you know, she thought she was using it in a certain way when it came off in a completely different way. And I think that's sort of what got people so upset because it's, you set the tone of the piece by the first sentence, you know? Right. I think um, that obviously it's 
I think it got too much attention, like you said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's like really funny and then just keep going. But the sad thing is it's actually an indicator of where our the journalistic integrity has gone. It's like so bad and gone. So because everybody just needs ratings and they need to sell, you know. Yeah, like they just need to say like outlandish stuff to get your attention. So like a lot of like yeah. a lot of respected news sources have actually turned Picked to fluff. And have actually turned to like entertainment gossip pieces because they're just trying to compete and stay in business. Right. So it's not, it's just really sad because there's like no journalistic integrity anymore. It's like really, really bad. Well, I think the thing that's actually more sad is that we don't acknowledge or know or just live in this space that the majority of the public is not seeing this show and being like, oh my God, there's a black lead. Like they're being like, holy shit, this show looks good. Yeah. And so, so this, this conversation that I feel like as as society we've, we're starting to move past. Not that it's gone. I'm not trying to say that or make this a whole big thing about that. But like we're getting to a point where that's not for first people's thought. Like they're like, mm-hmm. this is going to be a good show. So then these editors and reporters are bringing something up that would be better to just get like leave in the blast. You know what I mean? Like yeah. let this happen. Let people grow and be the way they are. And they're kind of like stopping the growth of society, which I think it sucks. Right. That's a really good point. I mean, we're seeing this great trend where all of these shows are sort of getting female leads and it's not, you know, a wow factor of, oh, this is like a show with a female lead. It's right. just a show. I mean, you see Orange is the New Black or even Game of Thrones yeah. and there are all these strong female characters and it's not like a turnoff or even something to, to talk about and for right. them to sort of, like you said, take mm-hmm. a step backwards and just yeah. drum it up like a, a controversial thing yeah. is really, you know, out of date. Yeah. You know what? If there's any critics of Shonda out there, I think she should completely laugh it off. And she you did. know what? It's Shondaland Thursday. She has three shows on ABC right now, so... Yeah. She, she kind of did laugh it off. She yeah, laughed she's off it. the whole thing. Thank God so, it's yeah. Thursday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Thank right. you, T-G-I-T. Shondaland, baby. Yeah. yeah. Should we do some predictions? Yeah, let's do some predictions. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Okay, episode two, How to Get Away with Murder on ABC, Shondaland. J.B. Zimmerman, go. Um, I think they are going in to go into a new case, as they sort of concluded this one, but I think there's going to be a lot of picking up the pieces of her husband, basically, more between them. I really want to see what, what the whole thing is between this jock guy and his neighbor, Rebecca. I think, you know, they'll definitely have the drinks next episode. Okay. And we'll see a little bit more about her. Um, maybe not as much of her boyfriend, but just to put him on the outs okay. as a character. Okay. Steph Z? I think that Laurel, I believe that's her name, is going to go to um, Annalise and tell her that she saw the assistant and the wife get together. That she knew and that her assistant knew that that was happening, too. You follow me? Didn't she do that with Frank, though? Didn't she go and she said, you knew? She said to Frank, but she didn't say it to Annalise. Oh, okay. So she's going to be like, your little team here is shady. And I think that's going to strum something up. I think Annalise knows her team is shady, though. Yeah, I mean, yeah. she's kind of Wait, cultivating that, that, that culture. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Him, like, yeah. She's like, well, do whatever you have she to do. Knew that, you think she knew that Frank knew? I think she knew that her client was guilty the entire time. She was just pissed because the client didn't reveal everything. She's like, you were supposed to tell me everything. everything every yeah. video, every email, yeah. every tweet, every and, and you left it out. 
But the student wasn't wasn't supposed to know that. Right. So the student's going to go to her, and that's going to cause some drama. Okay. I also think that... Uh, I have three predictions. Maybe not in episode two. But yeah, Wes is going to find out something about... He's going to get information out of the neighbor, out of Rebecca. And I think Wes and her are going to sleep together. The teacher. Really? The teacher. Whoa. Oh, Bold... Yeah. Episode two? Not episode two? No, not all. Okay. Sorry, there's so many. It's brand new. All right, Julian. Um, So my prediction is that Rebecca and Wes are going to build a relationship, and Wes is definitely going to ask about the bite marks and the scratches. He wants to know what went on in his bedroom, and he wants to know more about this girl because he's an intuitive guy. He knows that something's up. So I'm excited to see what happens with them. I'm excited to see what happens with the whole show, but specifically that part of it. Well, I'm glad you you guys have these awesome theories and predictions because (laughs) I don't know, like, for me, I feel like the show should go forward. I mean, of course the show is going to go forward, but I mean, just as far as the three months back thing, I wonder if they're going to continue that continue without going three months or any of that time period that those flashbacks are they gonna keep jumping i don't know if they're gonna keep jumping or i'm kind of like i'm just kind of like hmm i'm just curious as opposed to i haven't really nailed down a theory about where they're well yeah i wonder how much more they can jump i mean we've seen the murder we've seen them uh, all the way up to burning the body right if that's not the main jump too yeah continue with this three months because they they finished the case, but I guess the real the real scenario plot net line now is who, what about this body? How the mm-hmm. how the well, they got three bed, things so. going on. They have the husband's dead body, they have the girl in the water tank, and they have the current case. And of course, there's going to be another current case. So I think there's always going to be three things happening at once. Okay, that's that's, that's my prediction. Yeah, that's good. Okay, okay I'll well, roll with ABC storylines. Yeah. I'll roll with what Steph Z just said. Nice. The last one. Okay, so <laughs> where, where can the fans catch you guys until next time on social media? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Jillian Leff. And be sure to tweet me during the week because I love to hear your theories. And I also answer in the YouTube comments. So make sure you rate us on iTunes, give us a thumbs up on YouTube, and we love all that stuff. Yeah, you guys can find me at JB underscore Zimmerman on Twitter and Instagram. And like you said, definitely comment if you are in the lawyer field. We are not. So any um, input you guys can give us in that realm, totally. We'd love to hear from you. You guys can find me on Instagram and Twitter at I am Steph Z with an F. And yes, we'd love your feedback. With a pen as in Frank. <laughs> as in... No, <laughs> you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Club Thaddeus, GQJedi.com. And you can also find me here Mondays for Monday Night Football, Word. Sundays for Black Jesus. And I'm here on Mondays with Steph Z for Monday Night Football, and who's a huge Jets fan, by the way. And you can also find me here on Fridays. You just move from Monday to Friday for America's Next Top Model starting in two weeks. So until next time, after buzzers. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 